This episode centers around the topic of domestic violence. If you or someone you know is experiencing abuse, help is just a phone call away. You can call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-7233 or visit them online at www.thehotline.org. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome. I'm Chaplain Kevin, and today I'm talking with Stephanie, who from an early age suffered from domestic violence. Her journey towards wholeness brought her back to her most trying relationship. And through it all, she grew her faith. This is Coping. Well, hello, Stephanie. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm so glad to have you here with me today. I'm glad to be here. One of the things that came up for me as I was reading your story was this idea of faith. How do you define faith? What does that word mean to you? When I think about faith, I think about the mustard seed. That little seed is so tiny, but yet when it's planted, it just grows into this gigantic tree. And Mm. it's hard to imagine something so tiny growing into something so gigantic. Mm. Where have you seen mustard seed faith in your life? I've seen it since I was a child. I lived in a household of domestic abuse. My uh, father uh, was a angry man and um, my twin sister and I lived in a constant state of fear. I just remember uh, him coming home from work being angry, shouting, uh, not satisfied with the way things were in the home, whether it was we didn't do our chores or we did our chores, but not to his satisfaction. Or he was just angry at my mom. It got as serious as us watching our mom being abused by our dad, Mm. watching Mm. that uh, and her being hit. And I have this memory of coming home one morning and my mom was laying down on the porch and we thought that she was dead and oh my gosh I remember me and my sister having this overwhelming sense of just sadness and crying and I remember my dad picking my mom up taking her to the shower and her waking up and this relief that she wasn't dead. Oh my gosh. I just remember feeling fear all the time when he was home. Wow. Over the weekends, my mother would drop us off over to my grandparents' home, and we would spend the weekends at her home. For some reason, I just felt that even though all week long there was fear, over the weekends, I had something to look forward to in the way of being loved and cared for and being a place of safety. And I just sort of just held on to the good. Right. The good is what got me through mm. 
So because you had that taste of good, no matter how bad things got, you still continually put your hope in that good that was to come. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I held on to that. Yeah. Um, how old were you when um, that whole situation happened? Uh, my twin sister and I were probably around six, seven. We were definitely under the age of 10 mm. at that time. Mm. What then happened? I, I imagine things escalated from there. Tell me more about your childhood and your experiences from there. I remember, remember many times my mom putting us in the car and attempting to leave him, maybe mm. going to stay mm. with a relative. Mm. But we were always right back home with our dad. I have this memory of our dad taking us to dinner at this really nice restaurant. Mm. And even though I didn't quite understand what was happening, when I look back on it, I realized, oh, that was one of the moments where he was, you know, making mm. up for mm. or trying to uh, get us back home with him. Mm. Uh, I remember the last one, though. Mm. The moment that my mom left my dad for good mm. and filed for divorce at that time, I remember that one because I was 12, 11, 12. I remember my dad kissing us, which he rarely did, hugging us and cried. That's how I knew it was the last time because it was different than any other time. Wow. And where did you guys go? So we lived at that time in Arkansas. So we moved to, uh, it was North Little Rock. We moved outside of the Little Rock area, Little Rock, Arkansas. Mm. It was tough mm. because my mom couldn't afford to uh, have her own place and we lived with my aunt mm. who had five kids of her own and mm. then adding us to the mix mm. and my mom mm. uh it was tough mm. we went without a lot of necessities like mm. when i say necessities i mean like toothpaste mm. was hard mm. And we were really, truly fending for ourselves at this time. Mm. I remember my mom got a job working at a food, fast food restaurant mm. to try to make ends meet. It was really tough. We'll be right back. Today's episode is brought to you by Be Well Resources. Be Well is a wellness organization that seeks to equip you with relevant resources that help you discover and develop your unique gifts. Be Well provides practical tools for wellness and wholehearted living. Follow them on Facebook or Instagram at Be Well Resources to take your next steps toward being well. Welcome back. What did your mom teach you about faith um, throughout your childhood? She taught me about perspective, mm. <laughs> that your circumstances should not 
define how you view life. She taught me that your circumstances may be hard, Mm. but you have to look at the totality of your life, Mm. not just the hard, rough moments Mm. of life, because Mm. life is defined Mm. by your perspective and how you view uh, life in totality, not just focusing on this one thing, which is this tough, hard thing. Sure. Um, Looking back, how do you see your faith developing um, throughout your childhood? It was growing like that mustard seed. And I I, Mm. obviously I didn't realize it at the time, but every hard thing you deal with and you get over that or you get through it, then you go through another hard thing Mm. and you get through Mm. it. But it becomes over time your frame of reference says, oh, I got through that so that I'll get through this too. Mm. With every hard thing, your perspective mm. is growing. Your That mustard seed faith is growing over time. For you, faith is a lot about focus and what you're focusing on. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. And um, I didn't know it as a child, but my focus was on God. Mm. Mm. That was God with me every step of the way, Hmm. building my faith, growing my faith, and me focusing not on the hard stuff, but focusing on the love that I got from my grandmother, Hmm. the care and concern that I got over the weekends. That Hmm. was nothing but God for Hmm. me because Hmm. he provided for me Hmm. even through the rough, hard times Hmm. he provided. Tell me a little bit about your journey after um, high school and into your early young adult years. How did your faith continue to grow? I remember at church, this woman shared how she was in a tragic car accident. And for some reason, it just impressed upon my heart about um, the distance that I had had from my Father, I was estranged from him since the divorce. Uh, And immediately I just felt like this conviction to want to restore my relationship with my father. And so I started with first writing him a letter, Mm. but it didn't change anything. How did he respond? He he was still... (laughs) He was still angry. Mm. He was still his same, you know, uh, difficult self. (laughs) You know, I've just felt like he didn't know or wasn't capable of being the kind of father Mm. that I needed him to be Mm. to me. Mm. I I just knew that he he didn't know how to love Mm. me the way that I Mm. needed to be loved. Plus, I saw how my anger, like he had anger, I had anger, and I could see how that anger was affecting my own family. I could see how it was affecting my husband, it was affecting my children, and I didn't want that as a legacy. I couldn't bear the thought of leaving this earth Hmm. without trying to do something to turn that around. You saw yourself 
embodying as a parent the same type of anger that he had as your parent. Exactly. And the only way to deal with that anger was to go to the source. Exactly. Mm. And face it, you can't cure something that you're not willing to face. And I was willing to face it no matter how hard Mm. it was. Yeah. How did the relationship evolve over time? It was just conversation and mind you i had to pray before i called him because he was not the easiest person to talk to he was not Uh, a lot of anger he was always upset but um eventually the conversation started to shift and i don't recall how long it Mm. took to get to that point but eventually it did i softened he softened Whereas I think that it started out as him seeing me as this 12-year-old. Mm. But over time, it grew into him actually seeing me as an adult mm. and appreciating me as his daughter as an adult. Mm. And it just grew over time. And now we're able to really appreciate one another and love on one another. Mm. And what do you say to those who are struggling in their faith right now um, that maybe their faith is only still a mustard seed, or maybe there's not even a seed. What advice do you have for those that are struggling in their faith right now? I'd have to say that struggling with faith is actually a good thing (laughs) because that means that you acknowledge that you can't do it on your own. Mm -hmm. And that struggle is a necessary part of the journey of faith. If you didn't have that struggle, then you wouldn't have that journey. That's faith. And I really try to make sure I don't let the hardship define my whole life. I know that I can move beyond it uh, because I have in the past. If I did it in the past, I can do it again and again and again. Well, Stephanie, thank you so much for our time together today. I so appreciate um, you sharing so openly and honestly with me today. Thank you. Thank you for your example of faith. Thank you for having me.